Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is so wonderful to have your company today for episode 298. This week on the show, we take a look at 10 upcoming movies of 2023 and give them a preemptive review and essentially say whether they're going to be a hit or they're going to be shit. Uh, we then jump into a epic grail score. Uh, if we have time, joining me today in the Toy Power Studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. And Scotty. Hello there. All right, the brainchild of the, the hit and shit of 2023. Scotty, take us through this segment. Well, I thought one of our first episodes for this year, we should have a look at all the wonderful cinema that is coming our way. We tonight are going to be film wankers, to steal a term from DVG. We're going to have an, at an analytic look at the films that are coming out. We're going to determine are they going to be hit are they going to be shit we're going to give them a score out of 19 and just our general thoughts on what we are expecting and then as we cover these films as they come out throughout the year we're going to reflect back on what we said tonight and see how close to the target we have shot see how close or how far away how far away (laughs) how wrong that's some uh, high class cinema that we're looking into the uh this is true noir high uh you know that, yep. that, that real I've, high quality cinema. I've got my little pinky finger up the whole episode. Do, uh, need, do we yeah. need to open a bottle of schnapps? Oh, whatever, <laughs> yeah. This is some David Lynch stuff we're about to uh, undertake. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it. May the force be with you. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. As you can see All right, film number one is The Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania will be released on February 17th, 2023. This is one where we're all going to catch this together in the special Toys and Beers screening that Brett has put together for us. Yep. My first time at a Toys and Beers. Uh, Looking forward to it. I think, are we going to grab some dinner beforehand? Uh, There's a a little, uh, what do you call it? It's a burger place uh, downstairs. So usually we take over that little place Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, pile in there and grab some food. And it's sort of a, you sit down, you eat, you let the, get up, let the next person come in and uh, sit down and eat uh, because it gets quite cozy in there. Uh, But no, it is a good little uh, place to catch up and have, you know, and have some conversations before the movie. And then uh, usually, and it's good. It's good. These cinemas have proper licenses, so you can grab a bucket of beers yep. and walk in there. And the only problem is when you get a bucket of beers, you need to go to the toilet. That's, usually, that's what the uh, two-liter Sprite bottle is yeah. for. <laughs> a glass of champagne, uh, yeah. if you're so inclined. Yeah. Uh, so, and um, I think Davey's already put his hand up to do the trailers again. Yeah. And, <laughs> and was it just all the ant scenes from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? It could be. It could be. Don't give him ideas. <laughs> Don't give him ideas. <laughs> And uh, also, he's doing the art for the uh, 
poster okay. for the oh, nice. you know to advertise. It's just a little screen that says "Toys and Beers." This is our cinema. You know, flashes on when we get there. So we'll see. And and uh, if um, Brett does the same thing as he's done in previous times, he'll have a little bit of a prize. Yep. You know, pull the number out of a hat and uh raffle thing and uh, someone will win something you know a couple of booby tri- prizes and yep. whatever else uh, so that's always fun as well make the night more interesting uh yeah so we're all going i I'm believe in. yeah oh, yeah yep. i'm in i've Excellent. got the uh, the whole pass so nice. i can't wait for this one I'm, should be good. I'm super excited for this film yep. i'm big ant-man and uh love the wasp big evangeline lily fan as a third third yeah. movie in this now now tr- yes. you know um series so that'll be cool so they've definitely got a staple for the story now yep uh so yeah it should be good uh michelle pfeiffer we all love her in the tim burton catwoman um <laughs> film it's not even called catwoman <laughs> i'm calling it catwoman um so this this is uh, looking to be great. I think Kang is going to be fantastic in this. I think the tone is going to probably not be as whimsical, maybe this time around, or yeah, good fun-loving. I think it'll be a bit more serious. It'll have, you, you know, you've got the new epic villain, but I think that's probably going to elevate it. Hopefully we can still get some of the fun, some of the, two, the one-liners, some of the quips. Um, we all love Paul Rudd. Um, and I think, Cassie's going to be great in this. I think it's going to be fun to have a bit of youth invigorated into the film. She gets to step up a bit, step up she? and yes. explore that lost time. Yep. You know, like what what's happened in the in the blip and getting that time back. So she, what's her sort of thing? Does she get the Ant Man power or the Wasp power or what does she get? Do we know or no? Nah, I'd just no, be guessing, but okay. she looks like she's in an equivalent sort of suit. Yeah, and they're all going into the quantum realm, yeah. so yeah. who who knows with physics? Yeah, all bets are off. And we see Mo- Modok yeah. in there. That's pretty cool. The uh, giant face with uh, it's sitting in the chair. So that'll be interesting. Very shadowy in the trailers and things so far, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how they uh, you know depict him in the MCU. And hopefully he's a reoccurring uh, villain or builds up to be oh, something yes, please. more. Yes, uh, Because that solo series he was in was a bit wacky, mm-hmm. I thought. So uh, I'd like to see a more serious take on um, such a cool villain. So, yeah. I'm very ready for the Marvel Cinematic Universe to kick off with Phase 5. And now we get that huge payoff from Phase 4 and we hit the ground running and we've got so much to look forward to from this point forward. Yep. I, I can't echo those sentiments more aptly than to put it in perspective with something I saw today. It's not on our list that I think might be in the shit pile, but it was the Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer. And oh, I yes. just watched it. And I, I, I know Do Dirty Uncle Mitch. I know yeah. I, I, I he hate didn't to like say it. it. He didn't like it. I hate movie. to say it. Blackout but I just, yeah. I, watching this, I just didn't care. And I know there's some biz going on behind the scenes, which is around the direction of where DC is heading. I'm excited to go to the cinema for this, the Shazam trailer. There was a scene where they're like, oh, no, they've got so many powers. How do we deal with the powers? I'm like, my God, even the writing just was was just... it, It just left me so not wanting to go see it. It was a trailer where I just... I'm not invested in any way. This is the exact opposite. This can't be anything but a hit, I think, and it's going to kick off, hopefully, a new reinvigorated phase in Marvel that has Bring the enthusiasm yeah. back to the franchise, right. yes. Yep. No, well, well said. I'm going 18 out of 19 and, and a hit. Oh, cool. Okay, I definitely think this will be a hit. I'm going 17. 
Very eagerly looking forward to it. Going to be a hit. I'll say 17 also. Nice. Unanimous. All right, Ben, take us away. Cocaine bear, right? (laughs) Now, you guys are probably going to put this in the poo-poo pile, but I am excited as hell for this. This is based on a true story. So the the (laughs) synopsis of this. Hear me out. Okay, hear me out. On the poster, it even says inspired by true events, right? And that that excites me because it says inspired, all right? So here's the premise. Okay, shut up. All right, listen. I'm just listen. picturing what's okay. happening to yeah, this. I, I want to know this. Okay. I'm, I want to know the make, like the making of, and I want to hear that real story. All right, ready, Any ready? bears hurt during shut the up, shut up, shut up, shut <laughs> up. Okay, so what what's happened? This is okay. a real story. I don't know what timeline this is. So let's yeah. let's say the eighties uh, when right. cocaine was enormous, Big right? In Florida. So yeah, okay. My so name. imagine uh, runners in uh, getting on planes. And they're flying from A to B over, uh, you know, territories and things. And what they're doing is they're uh, loading up with the cocaine from, I don't know, let's say Colombia, right? They're loading up with Colombian cocaine, flying it over to America. Uh, but instead of uh, landing on the airstrip and dishing out this cocaine on the airstrip right mm-hmm. in the middle of where everybody is, they're dropping it in jungles yes. and in, um, you know, a uh, foreign area, you know, outside of the... Um, uh, uh, outside of metro, yep. you know, it, so the jungle type area, and they're dropping it out of the plane at a set location, and then other people on the ground be like, "Cool, uh, that's where the des- that's where the drop is. I'm going to go and pick it up now, right?" So they've got their you know cartel uh, people to come and pick it up, right? What happens in one of the drops? Obviously, they do this numerous times and things. What happens one day is a bear finds one of the bricks, right, and decides, "Ooh." You know, maybe that's food. I don't know what that is. Has a sniff, has a bit of a scratch at it, licks it type thing. And uh, obviously, you know, I can, you know, you get where this is. Gets a credit card. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Gets a nice glass glass and, you know. um, And uh, so he gets high off the cocaine and then he is goes on an unstoppable rampage through the right, forest and, and, and things. you've got all these traffickers that are coming in to collect. P- pretty much, right. I, I, either traffickers, oh. or he's going near oh. near villages or metro places, and the police and things just can't stop him. You know, tran- tranquilizers or whatever they're trying to use to shoot this uh, bear, it's not stop. It's not yeah. slowing him down. He is. Hey, he is We're uh, gonna get the picnic biscuit. You know, he is Scarface. Uh, you know, uh, on on you know level eleven. Uh, so this is the sort of movie that, like, it says inspired by true events. Sure. I really hope they don't let the truth get away in the way of a good story. Have I you really seen the hope... trailer for this? <laughs> no, I, I can tell you. They have not oh, let the truth get in the that way. That excites the hell out of me, man. I am so excited. Uh, this is it. I mean, I don't think it's. At this level, but I'm getting visions of snakes on a plane yeah. and Sharknado. That, I'm sort so, of in that space. So, okay, let me paint you a picture. You remember Doomsday storyline where Doomsday walks through the city and Superman yes, and all yes. the Justice League? I'm hoping that's the bear. Right. The bear is Doomsday yep. just traveling across, you know, in one direction. <laughs> Every man and his dog is trying to stop him and he's just leaving a trail of destruction yep. from where, from A to, you know, B. And I just hope it's just, you know, they get away, they, they tell the story of the drop and him getting the cocaine within the first 15, 20 yeah, minutes of the film. And then it's just an hour nonstop of this bear going absolutely ballistic through. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I am, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And if I mean, it doesn't go that way, 
it's going to be a shit. But if it goes the way I'm I'm channeling it to, the way I would write this movie, it's going to be a surefire <laughs> hit. <laughs> if, surely you go full throttle. You just go you have bananas. To. You have to. You have to. Um, with a, a a title like Cocaine Bear, you can't uh, leave any, you know, anything on yeah, the Yeah, like if it was called Into the Wilds or something, yeah. you might go, okay, they're going to play the, the true... It's not angle. a circus bear or something, no, you know. It's just, a wild uh, bear. It's a wild bear. He is coming doing, for you. Yeah, he's just doing his your thing and that's right, yeah. So, All um, right, so we got a hit, a score out of 19. <laughs> I'm hoping it's an 18. Okay, <laughs> I really yeah, I like do. This. Uh, this is a hit. This is my uh, sort of thing as well. I'm thinking a 16. Yeah. Look, I I have to say it's going to be in the sh- it's going to be shit. Like in the sense, critics are not going to like this film. No way. It's it's no. going to be a you know rotten. It's going to be rotten. I'm, I I'll be honest. Rotten... I'm surprised this is getting a cinema release. Like I, I, this is the sort of thing I'd more expect direct to Netflix, direct yes. to Amazon. But with the promos and things that some of those movies get still, and then when it drops, everyone's like, "Cool, what are you doing tonight? I'm watching Cocaine Bear." Yeah. You know, no one wants to miss it. Because the next day at work, <laughs> yeah. you know, you'll be the odd one out if, uh, around the water cooler look, if you hadn't seen it. I, look, I think there's a, there's a chance it's going to be that film that everyone's oh, yeah. talking yeah. about, and it's it's there's a chance. I mean, even you know, critics aside, yeah, this could certainly be a hit. I, I have to go with my gut and go. I'm I'm going for shit. I'm going probably for a thirteen out of nineteen. But Ben. I'm gonna watch this, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm hoping for oh, a so nineteen. So am I. So come I'm come the end of this year, this won't even be our radar. It'll be a one-hit wonder, <laughs> you know, a week long of chatting. Oh, how good was that? And then by the end of the year, but that's okay. Yeah, that, I, it, that's it, all it needs it to be. It can be that, and that's, that, right. that's enough. Yep. Right. All right. <laughs> Moving on to Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Amongst Thieves, due for a March 31st release. This is the the first film in about twenty odd years uh, in the Dungeons and Dragons franchise. I, I feel like Elrond. I feel like Elrond at that you know where they're talking about the the ring. It's like I was there, Scotty. <laughs> I was in the cinema when they released that awful, awful Dungeons and Dragons film. I, I remember seeing. I must have been. I went with my brother and a lot of his friends. We we got free tickets, and that must have been the clue that no one was going to this thing, and it was. I remember, like, I I grew up never leaving the cinema. Like, I just yeah. love cinema. Yeah, of and, course. I, and, yeah. and everything was just the bee's knees, right? I could do no wrong at the cinema. And, and I remember after this film, one of my brother, my, I got an older brother, one of my brother's friends was like, man, I was so tempted to leave that cinema so many times. I don't know how I made it through. And I remember thinking, oh, it's crazy. Why would you leave the cinema? And then I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, it was actually really, really shit. Yes. Like, it was just a terrible movie. So I've got this. I've been burnt by Dungeons and this Dragons. This bad taste, yeah, very bad taste. Yeah. This this looks a little bit better. I think this Does this it? has the potential to be something better. We've got Christopher Pine. We've got Christopher Pine. We've got an A-lister on board. But it's the tone. The tone of this is really tricky. I think when you do fantasy and you go too, you know, Comsical, American, com- com- you know, com- comedic, comedic, yeah, it. You've got to do. You've got to do fantasy with the right tone. You can have sure you can have a bit of comedy, but it it has to be serious. I think in its in its tone, like the bad guys have to be. You know, like the Conan bad guys. They need to be a threat. They need to be fearful. All that sort of thing. Yep. This feels like it's just going to be too too silly, too silly, too many one liners, too much comedy, and not enough fantasy. That's my that's my risk. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. But, and look, I'm not... Having seen the trailers, I'm not excited to see this. I don't even know if I'd watch it if it came on streaming. But if it got some good reviews, I'd definitely check it out. I, I watched the trailer today and I lost attention watching the trailer. Wow. Like 30 okay. seconds long yeah. and I'm like... <laughs> it was a teaser. Wow, it wasn't even the theatrical trailer. No, I'm ready to walk out on the trailer. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, I didn't get much from it. I'm I'm excited for this film because it's, you know, you you um, guys obviously have highlighted how comedic it will be and things and concerned that that'll get in the way of a good storytelling. But on the flip side, I'm excited because that gets my kids excited, yep. right? Yep. So I, we showed my girls the uh, this trailer and things, and they're like, "Oh, that looks good. That looks good." So I'm looking at from a dad taking his kids to the, sure. the uh, movies and hopefully, if maybe I won't have the best time, but if they get excited, you know, that's their entry level yeah, to The Witcher. That's sure. their entry level to um, uh, Lord of the Rings and things, something a lot more mature that they're probably ready to watch Lord of the Rings now, but have they got the attention span to, to sit there and watch uh, Lord of the Rings? Probably not. They, they're too hungry for, uh, you know, something always happening and things. This, I think, is right up their alley for a um, 9 and 11-year-old uh, age group, uh, whether it's for us adults uh, yeah. and diehard, uh, you know, fanatics of the, uh, you know, swords and sandals Sorry. type thing. Sword you know? Yeah, yeah. Look, it, it, it's tough because D&D at its heart, you make the story. Yes. You know, you, yep. you sit down with your friends, you've got a dungeon master... You create the story. I've done, I've played a lot of well, not not a lot, but I've I've sat there and I've done role playing games. And man, I can tell you the stories that are crafted and the character depth of these things. You're immersed, and that's yes. why people love yep. them right so much. Now you know the botch guys over on the Giant Post yes. Team Up Network. Yep. They they have the monopoly on having fun while they're doing that. They you know drink a lot of alcohol and then they play D D essentially. So there can certainly be that fun element. But but my point is. It's a very personal thing to the players and, and the stories could, are very personal. Let's say they've got five people in their group. You couldn't introduce a sixth person no, that couldn't. was super serious right. and just let them play because they would have the worst time right. of their life. But equally, uh, you know, five players that are super serious. Exactly, you know, exactly. And then one the guy comedy. that comes in all drunken all the time, right. you know, that would just ruin the game. But so, that, that is so... Like, you yeah. think about Star Wars. You know, when, when Jedi finished and we had all that time to stew on the new films and then we got it and we're like, well, it's not quite how I envisaged the story would have gone. I thought Luke would have done this or whatever. Imagine doing that for D&D yeah. where there really yeah. is no... I mean, there's the basic kind of parameters and then you create the story. It's just going to be... I, I don't know if, if hardcore D&D fans are going to warm to this. I think, to Ben's point, this is probably the entry level... Yep. For the the ten to to fourteen year olds, it's sort yep. of that kind of film. Um, you got a score? Uh, probably fifteen. Fifteen. Hit or shit? Uh, oh, that's a really hard one. Do you think the kids, look from your perspective? Do you think the kids will like it? I think they'll like it because it's got so much comedy in it. Yep. Right? Like I look at it at a different point of view. That's not my take super serious movie, right? I look I look at it like like hey guys, come and watch this trailer. Like yep. it's not. It's not one that I would go and see by myself at the, the movies. It's more like let's go as a family type thing. Uh, so I'm looking. I'm very torn between um, what way I'm looking yeah, at it. Where yeah. Am I looking at it from a a dad taking his you know a family group session you know to have fun and 
if it is as good as I hope it is and it keeps the kids' attention, then it'll, be a, hit. Then it'll be a hit. Yeah. It'll be a surefire hit. If, you know, Alice is a bit like your eldest. She doesn't, you know, love movies. She'd rather do everything else. Scarlett's my movie buff girl yeah. who would sit there on the couch and watch movies all day long with me. Uh, so it's difficult to, you know, find a movie yes. for her yeah. that, you know, that everyone's going to like. You know, if she likes a movie, then it's a bloody massive hit <laughs> in our family. But uh, but this is a good, yeah, this will be a huge hit if I can take the, the whole family, everyone enjoys it, and we make a bit of a day of it around so it. So that's your prediction? That's my prediction. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll come yeah. back revisit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a big stinky poo-poo for me. This will be a piece of shit. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. You got yeah. a score? Um, it doesn't matter. I'll give it a five because I'm not oh, even going to watch it. I'm not even going to watch it to review well, it later you can in the compare, year. You can compare to Rotten Tomato scores and, and get an equivalent this rating. Is, it's not a film for me. So no, but that's okay. I have no interest. Uh, look, I think this will be a nine at best. And I think it'll kill the franchise. I think this will end any sequels or chances of. You know what else it's going to kill? Christopher Pine's career. Well, he may put a dent. I think he's. I think he can take. He can take a beating on one. I think Pine's big enough to be okay. Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. racking them up. <laughs> yeah, rack them up. It's like it's. He's he's short of uh, he's short of chances. He's like um, Puss in Boots. He's lost eight of his nine lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to Evil Dead Rise. Now, this actually, there was a film end of last year called Smile. And it, I just saw that. I never saw the film, but it was a horror film. came out around Halloween time, and it was just these creepy images of, like, people smiling. And once, yep. they'd, once they'd got almost, like, infected with the smile, you know, they just had this crazy, creepy look. This poster looks exactly like that. I yep. was like, why oh, is this Smile 2 already? No, no, it's, it's Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> I did see the trailer for this. Didn't I mean like I think of Evil Dead and I think of um you know Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell yep, and his boomstick yep. and you know dark and violent like ultra violent but also just fun right like yep. just yep. really fun you, now really now fun. just to get around quick around the room who's a fan of Evil Dead one or do you prefer Evil Dead two because I essentially call them the same movie, yep. but just a director's shift of where he wants to take the movie because obviously we got um. Uh, Army of Darkness, which was obviously the direction he then wanted to take. Sam Raimi yep. wanted to go in in the more comedy esque, uh, you know, horror genre. But I, around the room, who I I personally prefer Evil Dead Two because uh, I like that. You know, more him. No, no, I, I I look at the opposite way. I like the fact that the he fun. put the the um the chainsaw, the chainsaw arm and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just those really really quick edits, like groovy, and then all you know, just in the in the uh, little garden shed, and all of it, suddenly he's got a chainsaw hand. I love that uh, that little three. It's probably five second scene, just yeah, all, super fast cuts, yep. and uh, I just love it. And um, I so for that reason, I think Evil Dead Two is the better film yep. of the. Uh, of the two, Scott, are you, which one are you? I like the the original. The original, um, yeah. Sam Raimi's directing style. Yes. That when when that action's about to happen, you get that speed up moment in the yep. film, like when you're going down a corridor towards the door, or someone standing at the end of the corridor. That was really inventive. Yes. Direction back yep. in the eighties when it was made, and it's still so very yeah. effective watching the film today. Yeah. That's what really grabbed me and yep. makes that film a standout of yep. the franchise. I, I've only seen one. Okay. When I say one, I've seen Army of Darkness. That's the only oh, okay. film I've seen. Okay. So yeah. I can't comment on the other right. two, but I, I love that. And I saw yes. it. 
like in my high school years, yeah. early high school, so yeah. probably like late nineties. Yep. Um, a friend lent me a copy on VHS, and so I watched it on a yeah. 30, 30 centimeter TV. Of course, it, it's a film I wouldn't go mind going back and revisiting. I think if this is in that vein, it would be great. I didn't get that feeling from the trailer. No, I that think it's it going to be more. I know uh, it's going to be more horror. It's going to yeah. be uh, sort of, in my opinion, and I haven't seen too much about it and things. It's going to be more around the Necronomicon. Yeah, the book is going to be more horror. It's going to be, and it falls into a regular family, and it's because yeah. the, the tagline "Mummy yeah. loves you to death." Yeah, and I think that's the mum that's of course cuddling the kids, yeah. and she's obviously possessed by because her. what happens with the uh, the possession is you can be normal and then all of a sudden you know you go in the shadow and bang you're uh, the, the zombified look again and that's how they trick you you know they can just switch in and out uh, whether they want your uh, passion and things or, or not you know um, so yeah this should be interesting uh, I, I do feel yeah, as you said initially Bruce Campbell is very hardcore tied to this franchise yeah. to me that I couldn't quite get through that series that he did uh the evil dead show yeah, yeah. Uh, Evil dead versus ash yeah, yeah. Ash, ash versus the evil dead i mm-hmm. couldn't quite but i read all the comics and yep. the comics are phenomenal that's where the zombie uh, marvel zombies came from because yeah. uh the necronomicon opened a portal and things and uh the fantastic oh, wow. four Correct. of all people uh opened you know yep. got into that and then like oh no this is a door we shouldn't have opened and uh, ash comes through and be like hey you know and uh, that's what started off the Marvel zombie um, plague. Uh, so loved, love, love, love the comic book series. They got into the whole Four Horsemen of Apocalypse, and then they went deeper to the, you know, the um, Seven or whatever the all the Seven Deadly Sins. That's where they went right. to, and uh, that was phenomenal. Biggest problem with that is it's like here's four mini series, here's four comics. That's a that's a chapter. Here's another four. That's a chapter. Here's another four. So to go back and read them or work out what order to read them in is near impossible man like you've got to have do a lot of uh, homework to work out what order to read them but because i was on there for day one i just go to the comic store pick it up read it oh this is awesome yeah. and just stayed on that uh, bandwagon for a long time uh, so yeah anyway this is a uh, obviously a prequel and things or set in a different cabin or a different you know a group and things so it should be interesting uh, i'm going to give it 15 okay. i think it'll be uh, mid, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah okay. good call. I think this will be a hit, and I'm going to give it a twelve. I'm looking forward to it, okay. but I'm not going to have high expectations yes. at the same time. Yeah. yeah, horror. Look, the horror genre to to elevate into a hit is just hard. I think for the genre, um, I, to me, it's Evil Dead in name only. I think without Bruce Campbell, without yep. that, mm-hmm. it, it's just sort of lip service. I'm going to say middle middle of the range. I find this one hard to pick. And, and it probably comes down to if you're a really massive fan of kind of the horror genre. It'd be interesting to get Emily Lynn's take. Um, I'm going to say this is probably going to fall in a in a 13 for me. Yep. Yep. It's the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> hey, did you know they got AI to reimagine Super Mario that. Brothers as like an, a, a 90s yeah, dark, yeah. Com, dark yeah. whatever? And, and it's just pictures of yes, the Super Mario. Yes. I showed that to Ree. So funny. Because she loves the, the original movie and she just gave me the most sour puss face. She's what, like, what was that's the not even funny. That's not even funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I, I love it. Because it had, yeah. it had uh, Dennis Hopper with yeah. his tongue sticking yeah. out. It just yeah. had... 
the Goombas um, oh, and the um, it was the, so uh, clever. Yeah, the troopers and everything. Uh, I I found the funniness of it. She just <laughs> thought it was a massive fist in the face. You know, like uh, she did not. And um, uh, what's his name? The green dinosaur yoshi 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 yes yoshi, as, as a proper animatronic you know jurassic park rex like uh hilarious yeah so anyway this is a fully animated film this is something that you know we've been crying for since uh i think 64 came out like yeah. aside from the uh live action film that we just spoke about this is you know what we close our eyes and think this is how a mario movie should be done look at it, it look at the poster uh, it, it's it's so amazing, beautiful right? uh yeah, and, and you get a bit of Luigi's Mansion involved and things. Um, you know, Mario is just you know dialed up to eleven. Uh, it's got yeah, it's, uh, Bowser looks so cool, and but it's not you know it looks all serious and things, and Bowser's like oh, you know going crazy at his minions and things. I'm really excited yeah. for this, and uh, another one where I can just grab the whole, pick yeah, up the whole family, and let's go and uh, see the film. Um, Funnily enough, my uh, brother's kid is a massive fan of Mario, uh, of Luigi. Right. He's just loves the color green and yep. latched onto Luigi. So this is going to be almost his first blockbuster film that he's been anticipating for years, you know. And I, I'm excited for him that he's you know watched this come through uh, in his you know like what he's only five or something like that, and yet he's just so Mario and Luigi obsessed. It's ridiculous. So I'm quite excited to, uh, to see, you know, hear his thoughts and things yep. of, of the um, journey. Uh, I think this is going to be an absolute hit. Like, if it's not a hit, they might as well just retire. Illumination and Nintendo just oh, you know, pack their bags up. and It's, what is it, Kamikaze or Hirokawi, where you fall on your sword? Because if they bucked this yeah. up, this, you know, being Japanese, or yeah. Japanese yeah. influence, it's, it's over, right? Like, yeah. you, uh, I, I don't think, I can't see it. Until next time, that yeah, is. That's true. Not not the hugest fan of. Uh, I know it's been said all around the internet, but Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario. Um, it, have, you've seen the trailer though. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the trailer and things. But like, what do you think? Like just this thing. I know. Put that aside. Just close your eyes. Yes. Yeah. You don't like the voice. No, I I want it to be more Italian. Like I just want that. But it, know, it is, isn't it? Uh, it's no, a... he's just talking normally. Okay. Mm. In my humble yeah, opinion, okay. Jack Black, I think, is an okay choice for Bowser and things. Yeah. I'm uh, super keen to see more of Bowser and that. Uh, but uh, but at the same time, don't want to you know watch too much of the trailers and things. You know, get too hyped. Um, but like, I I think after you know two or three minutes in the cinema, I'll forget you know about my preconceived idea of what Mario should sound like and it's, I'll just it, as long as the story it's probably a bit like I mean in this day and age it's probably a bit on the nose oh, of course. isn't it to do a very you know patronising Italian of stereotypical course. accent but, but so then maybe again, they're trying to move you away you know what Mario came out in 86 or something 80s Ben Rosenthal's yelling at us right yeah, now through yeah. his speaker wow. but um, like anyway you know we've been waiting 30 years plus years right. for, for this. And, you know, the, that Italian plumber uh, motif has been etched in our brains that that's what Mario should sound oh, like. Oh, yep. so, I mean, the voice of Mario. I yeah. mean, he's only recently recast. Yes, yep. um, ay, 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 ay. yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's a bee. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I, I can I can probably get past that if this, and I think that from the trailer, this film looks fantastic. Scotty, yeah. what are your thoughts? This film has every chance, every opportunity to beginning of a brand new franchise to give us something that we really haven't had done properly before. And if they ex- if they've executed this properly, if they've done it really well, 
There'll be three films out of this. Oh, easy, easy. if if yeah. if could, if could not more, could you know, on. it could be the next Godzilla or Star Trek franchise. Let's not get too carried everything. away, mate. <laughs> no, but like honestly, it's it's so overdue. Um, around the room, real quick, Nintendo franchise you'd love to see as a movie. I don't really want to see anything else. I, I went straight to Goldeneye, but yeah. um, that was nah, interesting. So I'm thinking more like you know Star Zelda Fox. or Star Fox. Yeah. For me, right. it's a Samus. It's Metroid. Sure. Yeah. I I, oh, I would absolutely yes. uh, you know be yeah, look cool. uh, drooling for a Samus movie. Uh, that I think that'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my youngest. My my youngest is the film. Yes. Fan. Yep. Um, much like Scarlet, and uh, he, my parents took him to see Puss in Boots. Yes, uh, which is actually proven to be really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. He, he loved it, and he saw the trailer for this. Yes, and I think even Callum, the elder one, saw it and was excited yes. by it. So I think this is something we can see as a family. Yeah, I was laughing yeah. in the trailer, and and I think one of the kids was like, "Oh, when he took on Donkey Kong, and yeah. you think he's going to beat him up, and he gets beat." Like you know that sort of humor. There's a scene in there where they're all riding their Mario karts, and they're on Rainbow Road, yeah. and it just. They, they they look amazing. The yes. animation is spot on, and I think it's just going to be given love and attention because yep. it's Nintendo's flagship property. Oh, it is. I yep. can't see them letting a piece of shit go no. out the door. I just can't see it. I think this is going to be a hit. I think kids are going to love it, and I think it's going to appeal to the adults that are going to the cinema, sure. which is the key yes. to successful yes. animation is to hit both markets. Yep. I think this is going to do it, and I think Illumination are going to get you know a big tick. And be playing with the big boys like with the Pixar. Pixar's yep. and the Disney's. Because yep. it's a hard one to crack. Yes. Yes. And I don't think many of the animation studios, I think DreamWorks has done it to some extent. Yep. But to crack that Pixar is a real tough one. And I think these guys are going to do it. I'm giving this a 18 out of 19. Wow. It's going to yep. be a hit. Yeah, cut, copy, paste, 18 out of 19. I think if it's anything less, uh, they need to really review uh, what they've uh, put forward to the masses. I'll go a 15 on this. Probably won't see it at the cinema, but I'll be happy to sit down and watch it on the couch one night, a couple of beers in hand, bit of a light entertainment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and I think it'll be a great entertainment at that, yeah. All right, and stand by for the onslaught of merchandise in the Super Mario oh, yeah. fashion. Oh, yeah. Jazzwares has the um, uh, rights holder for the toys, and I think it's just going to go gangbusters. You're going to see more from Hot Wheels and everything through the Mario Karts. Uh, Nintendo is just going to go bonkers and i'm sure a video game will have to come out what into, no um, way no, a video like, game about mario <laughs> <laughs> well usually it, something like that would have leaked by now you know a title or something you know it's in the works but i well, haven't it's heard sort of, it's perennial right there'll always be a game you can pick up where mario's in it yes true so that is true they'll just relabel super mario's one and just re-release it again yeah. as the movie true, version true that yep Super Mario is slated for an April 7th release. Hey, guys, next up is another entry for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is nothing more than Volume 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy. And this is a much-anticipated final entry in the Guardians yep. of the Galaxy uh, movie trilogy. It also marks the last film for the director, yes. James, Gunn. James Gunn. I was yes. going to say Sean Gunn for a moment. Peter Gunn. <laughs> yes, before he uh, defects to the uh, DC Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Where he's already uh, done all the bloodletting he possibly can. So this is it. We get all of our returning characters, minus Gamora, who we lost 
back in the Avengers yeah, films. Yeah, that hurts a little bit, I think. This yeah. is true. And yep. this is the final journey for our band of Rantag Renegades. And I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to set up, like Quantumania and yep. Man 3 does, it is just going to propel us even further, faster, into this Kang expanding universe. This is going to be wonderful. I think it's going to be an amazing film. I'm really looking forward to this yep. one. All bets are off in terms of who survives this and comes out of this film kicking. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, we're going to lose some of the band. We've and had I think, certain actors already yep. pull up stumps and announce that they are not coming back. Yeah. So I think that really is going to add a potential gravitar to this film and, and an emotional impact. I think, you know, we've had story beats along this journey where there are some really impactful moments uh, obviously in you know, the tony stark snap and you know even just seeing the old uh, captain america you know that, yeah. there, there's some real yep. um moments um and i think this will be back in that category i think it will have all the fun and zaniness that james gunn will bring and that this cast can bring we've got groot as a buff teenager now um i think this looks like it's going to be an absolute hit it's going to be a lot of fun and like you say this is going to be another continuation of this phase five which is which is looking to be epic at the moment i think this is going to be fantastic yep yep could uh, i couldn't say much more than what you guys have covered really excited for this uh, another one where i'm quite comfortable to take the uh, kids to the movie i'm uh, anticipating this one will definitely be a beers and um you know uh, toys and beers toys and night beers. uh for sure locked in uh, so, yeah, I'm quite excited. I like the idea that, you know, some of them aren't going to survive. And I think that adds, you know, as you yeah. said, extra gravitar and uh, makes more meaning for the Guardians, uh, whether there's a bit of a hand over to, you know, the Stallone crew and things that we saw in oh, the yes. second yep. one or something. Yep. Uh, so that would be interesting. Um, yeah, well, who knows? Who knows with what this is going to, you know, do? Um you know, I think characters like Groot and maybe Rocket Raccoon might be surviving because they're, you know, they're marketable. They're no, they're Cute. not. They're not real people. Yeah, you yes, know, they're, they're yeah. um, yep. they're just uh, digital renders of uh, you know, three D. Yeah. You know, you know what I I'm know trying what to mean. say. Yeah. Green screen type things. Whereas the Chris Pratt and things like that, they're where he, on. you know, you've got an actual face to an actor. Uh, you know, he might be one of the um the teary scenes we might uh, unfortunately see. You know, that's that's a sort of yeah, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh and um yeah, so I'm I'm quite excited. Has there been a trailer for this yet? Or yeah. a little really teaser oh, yeah. one? That's with that we talked about the space hog that's right. theme yes, uh, yes. music from that yeah. which I got very and, excited. And that, yeah, about. yeah. So the music again is gonna be uh, you know oh, just always is, isn't it? James, yeah. James Gunn loves soundtrack. his music yeah. and great soundtracks. Yeah. And I think this the whole theme of Star Lord being yes. into, you know, his his music and that just is a is a license for James Gunn to spend an inordinate amount of money on licensing of, ah, of uh, music rights. Yep. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, watch out for the soundtrack. Definitely. Score yeah. for you? Uh, I think I'm going to give it 17, but for the emotional damage I'm going to walk out feeling after this film, I'm going to give it 18. Notch it up a level. Expanding on what you were saying about characters who are going to survive, I'm going to say Dave Bautista, and that's not really a spoiler. No, he's, he's got to go. He's got to go. Drax is gone. They don't know what to do with him anymore. The Christmas yeah. special he's had his arc, he's right. really... He's had his uh, shone through on that. I know that was a call out from some of our listeners that they really loved it, but it just really showed. You look at his arc alone. He came through this, you know, start. He was so buff. He was like, "I am the warrior. I am thing." 
the second movie that he was just sort of like pushed to the side a little bit. And then um, Christmas special, he was just a, a clown almost. Yep. Yeah. Comedic relief. Uh, yeah, but yeah. He's, he's just, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like his uh, character arc. It's like they don't know what to do with him scenario and they're just pl- putting him in well, positions uh, that uh, just to f- fill a void and not really thinking about the character that he should be portraying. I'm going to say Karen Gillan has probably had her last big run in the Marvel Universe here with this film. And these are the actors who are probably going through four or five hours of makeup yeah, of course. every yeah. single day. Oh, yeah. 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 Brutal. Uh, I'm going to say um, Chris, Chris Pratt. Yeah. He will hang around. He will sort of show up cameos okay. in, in the f- other films going forward until we sort of finish up. You reckon? Like, like, okay. like a Tony yeah, Stark, no, Captain go. America sort of thing. Yeah, yeah just do cameos all the way through. Very much looking forward to this one. I'm going to say 17. Another one that is going to be really wonderful to sit in the cinema with all you guys and enjoy. Can't wait for this one. I'm giving it a 17. I think Chris Pratt is gone. I think he's not going to make it. Uh, Nebula, I think, will go as well. Um, And definitely Drax. So, yeah, I reckon they're going to get Carl. But really looking forward to this one. Another one I'm super excited about is the sequel to the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is Across the Spider-Verse, and it's got a June 2nd release date. This, The first film of this was just groundbreaking, I think. It, it did it out of the ballpark. Oh, did it, it ever. Like, the animation style was just so novel. When you think you've kind of seen it all, for them to do something that was so artistic and really hearkened back to kind of like a comic book, it felt so fresh. Um, story was excellent. Animation was fantastic. Emotional beats. I mean, seeing a Spider-Man killed off early on in that film yeah. is just like, whoa, it's, it's, it's full on. My, my youngest loves this film. He asked for the game for Christmas. So he got the Miles Morales PS5 um, Spider-Man game. So he's a huge Miles Morales fan. I, I don't think this can be anything but a hit. I think the only thing this will suffer from is that that revolution that it brought, you know, sequels always fall into, I mean, can it push the boundary and be that groundbreaking again? I don't think so. I just think it was so iconic, right? That's going to be its greatest challenge. But I think this is going to be fantastic and can do no wrong. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, this is going to be very close to a 19 for me. I love that this, uh, you know, across the Spider-Verse has made Miles Morales a household name yeah. now, right? Be prior to the original, um, uh, you know, Spider-Man film, I didn't know who that was, right? And uh, so massive respect uh, for any film to create that, you know, household name ability. I love this poster because it's like got every, just about every reiteration of Spider-Man, Spider-Girl, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Woman, in it, uh, you know, we've even got bag. your paper I just bag. Just saw bombastic yeah. bag man. That's yeah. awesome. Bombastic yeah. bag man. Yeah. Uh, in the background there. So yeah, I I think this is this is where this movie's going to go. It's going to you know where the um, across the Spider Verse is going to go into all those little depths of the multiverse and showcase all these different Spider Men and the toy licenses are just going to have a field day of making the, the all these other variations of Spider Man. A household name, just like yep. we saw Kenner Batman through, you know, the um, go through the '90s with all the deep dive Batman, yes. the Good you know, Arctic Batman, all that sort of things. This is what Spider Man is going to bring to the table, and uh, all of a sudden, it's okay to have 
30 different variations of Spider-Man on the on the sh- um, on a shelf yep. because they're all justified, all to get their little uh, shine of light in the film, and uh, everyone, n- no one's left behind, so to, so to speak. Uh, yeah, it'll be um, quite exciting, and I'm I'm keen to learn more. You know, uh, expand my knowledge of the Spider Verse. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That said, the original film. I have tried to watch three times. Oh, right. And I've woken up to credits. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, And look, that's probably more me picking the wrong time to sit and watch the film rather than the movie itself. So I do need to sit down, give it another crack, because I really did enjoy that opening 30 minutes of it. As you guys said, it was groundbreaking. It was gripping. It was really, really well done stuff. So I'm not going to poo-poo on this film. I'm going to say it's going to be a hit. It is absolutely going to be a hit. I'm very much looking forward to it. As I said, got to watch the first one to get up to speed. I'm going to say 16. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say 18. I'll go in the middle 17. All right. What's happening with some... some... <laughs> so we've got Transformers Rise of the Beasts. So this is uh, finally, you know, bringing back the uh, sort of Bumblebee-esque versions of the Transformers and things that we've, uh, you know, we all gave that big tick to the Bumblebee movie, uh, more uh, G1 <laughs> not, not style. Me. You didn't like it? Well, I still haven't seen it. I can't. Oh. I haven't made it through. I can't make okay. it through. Okay. Do you also wake can't. up to credits when you try oh, to watch I just, I actually just turn it off. Oh, I just oh, wow. turn it okay. off. That's oh. it, look, it got, it got, I just can't do these films. I love the designs, but I just, story-wise, I'm just like, this is. Okay. There's a story? <laughs> My, Holy crap. That's the problem. That's the problem. Um, well, I, I personally think I'm excited because, you know, we talked about before my youngest daughter, yeah. Alice, does not care for movies. I showed both my kids this trailer and because she's ch- such an animal lover and she, she loves, loves cheetahs, yeah. she saw this anim- uh, this uh, Transformer cheetah running next to a car yeah. and she th- she'd never seen that she's before. She's throwing her money you know, at just, the cinema. Just, you know, and she's already planning, Daddy... You and I, we'll just go. We'll leave Mummy and Scarlet at home. We'll, we'll have a daddy-daughter date. You know, just these so sort of, um, you know, decisions she's making up in her mind on the car drive wherever. And I just love that. I love that she's, you know, it's ticking over in her brain, thinking about it. You know, randomly she ask, "Let's watch the trailer again," and everything. You know, we go to the store and we see the um, Beast Wars. Uh, you know, yeah, the reissues, uh, the Rise of. Kingdom, Kingdom Rise or whatever, oh, yeah. but it's the white one. It's like the okay. white. It's not the yellow one. She's like, no, no, I want the yellow uh, one. Like a snow leopard. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. She wants the. So I'm. I can't wait. You know, I, to buy her a few toys and just yep. you know, jam that down her um play playability type thing. Uh, so I'm I'm excited again. You know, because it's family orientated and things. Do I think this is going to be the be all and end all '86 Transformers <laughs> movie? Definitely not. Like. I'm, you know, more putting on the dad hat and taking and and watching and enjoying it more so because my daughter likes it. And hopefully this is a gateway for her enjoying, you know, some of my passions, uh, you know, that otherwise she, you know, doesn't care about. So, How are we still getting Transformers (laughs) films made? Listen up, Hasbro. Stop flogging the dead horse. It's over. All right. It's dead. It ain't getting back up again. Stop trying to refine. Stop trying to reboot this franchise. It's over. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, look, I I have no interest in seeing this at the cinema, uh, so that's not a good sign for me. I I'll probably try it when it comes on Netflix, 
but I'm giving it 10 minutes. If I can't make it through, it's, it's not going to look pretty. I have to put this in the shit category. I just, I just feel like, yeah, it, it might uh, look, you can go to that cinema. I think if you've got kids that love animals and their favorite animals there, that's going to elevate it. Right. hundred percent. I just think this is going to be crap hard to watch. <laughs> I think it's just gonna. I just it's it's so these films are so CG CGI heavy that I just get lost in that. Like I get lost. I, I turn. I, we were watching like one of the Michael Bay ones, and I, I lost interest. I think I didn't make the Age of Extinction. And God, if there was a film after that, trust me, I I didn't even want to know. But my kids were watching one of them with Mark. Was it Marky Mark? Marky Mark. Oh, and I felt like I felt like gouging my eyes out at, at, at these ten minutes I had to see. It was like a ten minute cut of the film from the middle when we, I think it had Hound, and they were sitting around a campfire. And it was like Hound was just like, I don't like these Decepticon critters. They're just the shittiest. And I'm like, what? The? And the anime, like he was like a, a caricature of like a and and he had like a beard. A, he had a beard. Like yeah. it's just like a yeah. cigar. It's just wow. like what yeah. the. Who who is making you have a perfectly fine design yeah. in G one and and some some piece of shit like oh I'm gonna make this hound the best most ca-. it's just like it's gar- like absolute garbage it's offensive it's like a steaming dumpster pile and I don't know how this got ma- I don't know how this got put to film it's embarrassing like Michael Bay take a look at yourself Hasbro it's an, take a look at yourself it's an embarrassment this I, I don't think this is going to be that bad but gee that's a low bar to come back from. it's like <laughs> it's like there's you just you, you're literally digging a hole and laying a bar inside like how much deeper can we make this hole <laughs> Put the bar down here. It's sorry, I just Has anyone seen the trailer for this? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Yeah, they, look it was it was okay. Is it, it all CG or are the actual no, actors it's all in CG. It? It's, all it's it's it is a human characters humans, because yeah. to to make it uh you know uh, you know, real worldy and relatable, so yeah. relatable, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But it's the see it's so heavy CGI. Yeah. You know, and then when you so then when you watch films like Dread, like everyone, I mean, sorry, Judge Dread, like everyone poo-poo's on how bad that Stallone film was. But that uh, robot right. in that film Looks great. elevates that film, you know, really high yep, because yep. it is a proper puppet. It's like yep. You can see straight through it. Like it's this, not that, yeah. you know, um, gel on the lens to, you know, hide the... Uh, There's something yeah. about the human brain. That, uh, certainly this is the way it feels for me. Yes. That, what was I, I was watching something... Oh, the new Jurassic World Dominion. Yes. Right? There's a scene where Chris Pratt is like, yee-haw, he's like riding a horse, and he's chasing like a 20-ton dinosaur, which he manages to lasso. Yeah, yep. Right? And, I'm, and, and just that scene, it's just him on a green... Like, it's not even... I don't even need to see the making of it because it's him. It's I'm watching him on a green screen. It's so obvious. Like, it's so bad. For this is 2022. It's the the, the effects are worse than the 1993 Jurassic yeah. Jurassic Park. Yes. Worse, like infinitely worse. It's 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 mind boggling. I'm insulting. sitting there going, I'm going, what what is this? And again, I had to stop it. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. I literally can't get through these films because they're so CG heavy. I just and my brain. I think and the human brain is so developed to look for for fake stuff. Yeah. You yeah. just see it and you well, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. It's 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 crap. They they could do so much better in '93. Like my, my kids ah! had. 
my kids uh, watch those first three films. Like they, they love the, all three equally. They, they still love the, you know, the uh, pterodactyl yes. scene in well, the bird cage right. and right. stuff. Yep. Yep. They love that. And so that, that is on repeat on my TV at home constantly. They're very, very uh, limited to watch the new ones. And that's a sign because the animatronics are so darn well so and so believable yep. uh, that they'd rather watch those ones than the, you know, the more dinosaurs in a scene that oh, are no, no, unbelievable. That for, uh, Dominion, just going back to Dominion briefly, they rescue this little triceratops at the start. And that could have bloody well been one of those dinosaurs from that dinosaur show with Al. Like, put him, put a, oh. a lumberjack <laughs> thing on him. It's like, what is this? It looks like a rubber puppet. Like, it's just... Pick him up and I'm the baby. Like, <laughs> not the mama. Passed <laughs> out as Howard, not the mama. <laughs> Funnily enough, she got nominated for a raspberry, a Rezzy, a Rezzy for that film. So um, anyway, sorry, I just I lost the plot. But that's my concern with this one. Did we give it a rating? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving this eight at best. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it fourteen. I, I'm, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt uh, because I'm 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 really excited to see it with my yeah, youngest. No, that's fair. That's fair. Are you sponsored by Hasbro by any chance? No, charity? no. I just I'm, I'm looking at they it from a dad. They can't pay him enough. They're going down the gurgler. Um, this is just white hot trash. This is a four, and for anyone who cares to go and see this, it's out in June 9th. Honestly. Uh, you know what, gentlemen? I'm going to defer this to one of you because I have okay. no rights well, talking this franchise let's up. Give it to Ben and then June falls to one of us. So. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. This is number nine on our list, so we've only got a, one more after this one. August 4th. This is done by, uh, what's the director? Uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Uh, I'm Seth in- Rogen or Seth Green? Seth Rogen. 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 Yeah. Rogen. Rogan. Uh, so this is in theaters August 2023, obviously, August 4th. This is interesting because it's been very... Anything teased, any promo pics, uh, anything has been quick to replace remove. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, Bella, like it, cereal boxes yeah, and that. Yeah. That's all we're really I like seeing. that. Bit yeah. of mystery. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I but also what I've seen, I'm not in love. I'm like, like yeah. oh, I love this. This is my version scenario. It's definitely not uh, that... Uh, so I'm in two minds about it. Yep. Like I, I'm, I need to see a little bit more to uh, get the hype train yep. going. Yep. Uh, yeah, you we've, know, re- we've really seen nothing. Yeah, it's hard to comment. Yeah, um, uh, this August twenty twenty three. It's a cinema release. Interesting yep. again. Like I would have thought this would naturally fit on a Netflix. Yeah, hundred percent. So yep. interesting that it'll be a cinema. Um, look, there, there's only really to me one thing that could get me excited right now, and look. I guess if they did a real Jim Henson style 1990 TMNT movie, that could get me excited. I just don't think that's going to happen. The only other animated thing that would get me excited is a real dark Eastman and Laird yes. tape. Like, yep. and, and I'm talking, you know, when we had that um, multiple universe yep. version, that version forever. of the Turtles. Yeah, TMNT forever. Just, just actually Eastman and Laird taken from the comics, done in almost even black and white. I don't care. Just... Gritty, that would be awesome. Violent. Yeah. That's really, to me, the only thing that's going to get me super excited about media at the moment. Anything really animated or anything CG is just going to be a hard sell. But I, I, no matter what comes out in the trailer, I can't see myself going to the cinema unless the kids are interested. And then I'll take them along and, and it can be like a family thing. 
Otherwise, I'll catch this on. I think, I, I, don't, I hate to say it, I think it's going to be shit. I think it's going to be in the shit category. And I think it's going to be like 11 at best. But I, I hope I'm wrong. I really want to be wrong. I think this is going to be a miss, and this is the first miss on my list uh, because I think it's going to be too much honed to the younger youth, yeah. you know, just like the previous live-action films were. I went to the cinema with Darren and saw that second movie, yeah. and I was just like, what am I watching? Like, it's I was hard, embarrassed to, for him to say, what did you think? <laughs> He's like, what did you think? Like, because it was the second time he'd seen it. And I was embarrassed to say, man, I didn't like it at all. It was even with Rocksteady and Bebop in it, that didn't. Uh, well, they were done so badly. It just, it was just so childish, yeah. you know. I, I can't. So these these franchises um, that I love so dear, if it's not done in that Guardians of the Galaxy, where yeah. it's th- that beautiful merge of they're talking to you as an adult and talking to the kids right. at, at a more, much more mature level. But also, you know, showing you enough uh, action and you know keeping you along for the ride, then it's not for me, no. you know. And I, I get scared for the this Ninja Turtles because, you know, they've got to uh, show it to the next generation, right? You and know, that's the priority. Involved. That's fine. Yeah. No yeah. problem with that. Yeah. But it, it does make it hard. That's why. That's why I think I've just set my mark on what I think I can endure. Yep. And I don't think this is going to be yep. that film for me. And I don't want to. I don't want to hate on it because of that. Yes. But yes. Yeah, you know, yep. hopefully that's what I'm saying. This is a hit, and it, yep. it it at least straddles that adult kid you yep. know balance, which really. I think is the is the money shot for these yep. animation studios to do that. Yeah. So I'm giving it a twelve. What 12. did you? What are you? Uh, look, I'm hoping for an eleven. Yeah. Eleven or, or Scott? Any thoughts or feelings or at all? So the Turtles movie comes out in August 2023. <laughs> okay. I'm contractually obliged <laughs> yeah. not to beat up the Turtles, no, so I got okay. nothing to say. That's okay. Last film. Yeah, Scotty, I will pass to you, but this is... Oh, no, on, mate, this is uh, your wheelhouse. On, Please, get on, excited. On this list of 10 films, next, to, one, next, to, next to Ben's excitement for Cocaine Bear, Dune Part 2, I, I, I Google this pretty much daily. Like, I'm just that hyped. I didn't see Dune Part 1 at the cinema because of the way it fell and COVID and various things. This is cinematic release yep. for me i'm gonna yep. be there i'm gonna be like oh i'm gonna drink like 10 cans of red bull Ooh. i'm just gonna be like this so i can get through the three and a half hour runtime or whatever it's gonna be i've just i just finished re-watching <laughs> two liter can of uh get a bottle of sprite um i just finished what re-watching this again it's a, like june one is just to me a masterpiece the uh, the I, I buy it. Like, I don't need to be fooled. I'm like, where where, where does that ornithopter... That looks all real. You know, I, I can't... My brain can't process where... And and the, the action sequences, like, there was a battle when they basically take... The, the Harkonnens come in and, and they, did, they get through the shields and they're dropping bombs and there's explosions. And it, it, the lighting works like real lighting on explosions. I think so many times films get in the trap of like well we can we can show you everything so let's show you everything that's not how it would work when you light like if you lit that and you you shot it with a camera that's not what that looks like a cg shot because you're putting everything into it juniors is, is takes the view less is more yeah oh, you can't yeah. see the spaceship because of the way it's landing in the rain i don't need the detail i'd rather be sold that it was real anyway fantastic cast um uh, but uh, the Elvis guy, um, Butler, Butler, something. Yep. He won a 
an award for his portrayal. I think, you know, uh, Denis Villeneuve is just picking up. Uh, he's got Florence Pugh in there. Oh, he's got wow. Christopher Walken. It's just... Wow. It, he's just elevating. He's just... And then I know the story. The story is epic. It's got an epic climax. There's... So more, many, more Zendaya. So more. How awesome is this going to be? Oh, so is this two and that's it? Or is there going to be a part three? I understand. Children of June. Wouldn't Basically, nice? this will finish the novel. Right. The, the yes. June novel. Yes. 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 Now, they, they can go beyond yep. that yep. and explore other novels. Like we say, Children yes. of June, there's a whole um, series yes. that they can get to. But this should wrap that first book. And cool. I think it'll, it'll do it justice as a cinematic release. They'll have to take, you know, shortcuts. But I think if they make this a, a just shy of three-hour film, two and a half to three, they should be able to get get the the the, the embody the spirit of the tell the story properly, take their time, yeah. and really, really get us sucked into this Dune universe. And I want a forty-second ship landing sequence. Like multiple multiple spend, times, <laughs> they can spend forty seconds on the ship slowly coming out. I love it. Anyway, I, this is for me. Nineteen out of nineteen, absolute hit. And it's going to cement Denis Villeneuve as one of the greatest directors of the modern era. James Cameron who? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, look, 100%. Everything you have said, yes, please. I will probably see this at the cinema multiple times. And if I'm really lucky, they'll release the, the first movie as well, like as a preamble to the second movie coming yeah. out. Yeah. And we'll get to have that cinema experience. Yeah. But this is... This is a masterpiece. This is like a Ben-Hur style of film. In, in, in years to come, people are going to look back at this and go, holy shit, this is a, a fantastic film. So well made, so well crafted in what at the moment is an ocean of garbage films essentially coming out in terms yep. of their production qualities. Yep. This is the gold standard the for standard. filmmaking at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Um, I will give my wife a fair warning that uh, it is the second movie, and it is going to be three and a half hours long, but it is the final part You'll of the... Con- you, there's no sequel to You'll this. You'll get a semi-conclusion. Yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah. This is this is 20 out of 19 for me. I am so pumped, so excited for this film. Awesome. It's a definite hit. Uh, I'm not quite as invested as you guys are, but I did love the first one. I thought it was a masterpiece of visual and uh, storytelling and things and definitely left me wanting more. I wanted to stop this film, you know, stop the, after the first one finished, I wanted to go bang, you know, back to back and watch the second one and uh, finally get to see this. I think this will be really high up there. And I think an 18 uh, is definitely in the, um, you know, realm of, uh, yeah, possibility. So well done. Very good. All right, we can revisit this as yep. films come around and see how close we got. Um, there's some honourable mentions here. There's a lot of uh, well, interesting films: Barbie, Indiana Jones, and the uh, Dial of Destiny. Yep, I'm, I'm Ghostbusters. Con- I, I think you know. To your point about the uh, what was it? Um, the first one, the DC one. Uh, yeah, the, Shazam. Um, Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, I'm not excited to see the flash i've seen the batmobile and things as toys being teased and stuff but i just can't get excited because i know it's one and done i know they're not going to broaden if they don't wrap this story up beautifully in a nice red bow tie Ah, they won't it's it's going to leave me um annoyed the track record and and i can't and i can't get excited to see the actor that's playing the flash i'm I'm going to see because it's gonna it's got batman 89 in it yeah Uh, i don't i don't even want to see it because it's got flash you know i've heard there's a potential they just cut keaton out of it 
Oh, well, I've heard that. But they've got toys. I've seen leaks of toys of the Batmobile and Michael Keaton wearing, donning the suit. And, you know, like they wouldn't have gone to real world toy unless, you know, I just don't know. Well, if they do that, they're not getting their toy power money out of us if they do that. Yeah. The only saving grace for this film here is if they use it as a device to reboot the James Gunn. Possibly. So they use this as a flashpoint. That's the end of this film. Wiping away what we know as a current DC Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Everyone has amnesia. And now it becomes the, the launching pad for yeah. the, the new 52 I DC just don't universe. think they're that... Do you think they're that smart? Uh, if they listen to thinking? Toy Power, yeah. I've just laid it out for them. I, I love your idea. I just think these works have been going on for far too long uh you know for them to work that storyline into the come on mate they're right a transformers movie yeah. in 30 minutes they can reboot this stuff B- blue beetle i'm interested to see because i l- know little to nothing about that character and i'm I just going that, yeah. to see it because i'm interested to you know find out i mean brave and the bold is my first introduction yep. to blue beetle so aside from that Little Mermaid, I think that's going to be shit. Uh, Fast X, I think I dropped out about Fast 4. Fast 2. <laughs> yeah. I, um, Barbie will be entertaining. I, I'm very interested to yep. see. That could go completely either way. Like, uh, yeah, that will be interesting. It's, Craven, it's good to see another toy franchise coming yes, out of the yes, film. Yes, yes. Oh, it's a big name. Craven the Hunter, that's an interesting one that could... Go the same way as Morbius and Venom it and could Carnage. Be a shocker. Is that is that? Um, Marvel, it has to be because it... it's not Spider Man. It's Sony. It's yeah, Sony. yeah, Sony. That could be a shocker. That yeah, could be an absolute uh, steaming pile. Ghostbusters definitely isn't coming out this year. I think it's going to be next year at best. Wonka. That I don't think they can. Why? I know yeah, uh, that's going to be shit. I, I really don't. Yeah. Um, Aquaman. I can't get excited for that. Nah. Marvel S. That's not for me. I get, that's Purely Marvel, Marvels, the Marvels. It's like the sequel to Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. But now we've got Miss Marvel and Photon. See, I think that's going to be more kid orientated, just quietly. Well, if it's Miss Marvel, maybe. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Yep, I'll I'll pay that one. Keen. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of uh, some uh, some more screamage. Scream. I I won't bother. I won't bother. Given up on that franchise a long time ago. Sorry, Elemental. That was one of Frank's uh, callouts. He's quite excited for that Pixar film, um, much in the same element as uh, Inside Out, I believe. Okay. Uh, so he said that one shall be um, quite interesting, I remember him saying. And that Oppenheimer, what's that one about? I think that's the nuclear bomb. That would right. have to be about the development of the nuclear weapons. Okay. Yes. So that, yeah. could, that could be interesting as yeah. well. I think that's a That's got an story. amazing cast from what I've seen. Yeah. That should be yeah. a, a great film. Not cool. Not... About the voice actor that does Skeletor. No, I no. Didn't. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, and uh, definitely won't see a um, you know a uh, cocaine bear uh, cameo either. Yeah. All right, very good. Thank you, Scotty, for that uh, session. I know I'm conscious of time, but I do want to touch quickly. I alluded to it in a previous, previous episode. episode. Yeah. I had a a Grail piece on the way from America, and I, this is. I'd, yeah. Would it be fair to say that you've got an itch? <laughs> yes, I, I had an itch. I had an itch for a long time that I have now scratched. Um, it is, of course, Ninja Turtles uh, 1993 scratch. <laughs> now, jeez, uh, the backstory to this bad boy is I, I've. It probably happens with a lot of your Grail pieces. It happened with me with the the blank for a long time. 
is you just pass it up and you, you I can't justify that. You pass it up and then you watch it keep ratcheting up. So just a bit of backstory. I I was looking at this guy when he was about a thousand dollars mint on card. And this, to be honest, is not that long ago. It's probably circa five years, five years ish, wow. right? Like And you could have almost got that within Australia for a thousand dollars. No, so this is the story. So I was watching yep. it yep. about a thousand bucks. Yep. Mint on card. Then a uh, Australian seller has him carded, and for whatever reason, he puts him at eight hundred. Right now, like, and then with the benefit of hindsight, I'm like, oh, eight hundred? Nah, nah, still too much. Now, I then, when I think next saw him was at Lobos. This was three years ago. Three thousand one hundred. Oh, on excuse card, me. Right, three thousand one hundred wow. graded. So that's you know pretty cool, but. It had this crease in the card. And I remember going up to the guy at the counter. I don't think it was Dennis, but it was one of the guys. And I said, look, I'm interested in the scratch. You've got it priced at this. Look at the big scratch, the big the crease. The big crease, yep. yep. Can you do anything? He's like, no, nah, nah, I can't do anything. Can't do anything on the price. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll leave it. And so moving along to today, you can pretty much get one to Australia with no accessories for two grand. That's where it's sitting loose. I reckon Carter is now, you're probably got to be like pushing four to five grand and loose complete, maybe three, three, three. Like it's just, it's stupid. It's stupid now. Um, Anyway, so I had an opportunity to grab one. Um, I jumped on it. And I was watching this thing traveling into Australia. You know, there it is. I'm, I'm tracking it pretty much daily to see how this thing's coming on. And I, and, I, and I watch it go to the post office. Then I watch it go to the Adelaide airport. Then I watch it go back to some depot. For oh, no. It's just going, it's going back and forth. Yeah. And, and eventually, you know, he arrives. And I'm in Melbourne <laughs> the day he arrives. Um, so he's at the post office. So I come back. Um, on the day I get back from Melbourne, drive to the post office, pick him up. And I and it was one of these moments. The guy, I got him on eBay. The guy had 100% feedback, right? And he was a vintage toy seller. Perfect feedback. But I was just, is this going to be legit? Is it going to be a scam? Is it and is it going to be packed well? And, yeah. and look, to his credit, he was. I opened the box. It was a big box, all right? Open it up. Inside it is another box. Open that up inside it. He's in a post bag nice. foam. Like yeah. it was, it arrived as it yep. left. It was absolutely yep. immaculate. I'm I'm happy to have him. Rounds out a, an absolutely, yeah, uh, epic journey to kind of. I'm so close now to that kind of vintage Ninja Turtles nice. line. Yep. yep. So there it is. Of of all the variations of characters. Yeah, I don't yep. have all the turtles, and I'm not interested in getting all the turtles. But pretty much, I, I'm I'm I have either loose or carded. Pretty much everything I want, yep. maybe yep. minus ten figures. Nice, so that's, that's a hell of a journey. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of those, a lot of those, I can't like. I, I probably don't need a unless they reissue him, like Playmates reissue him. Who? If Playmates reissue him, oh, scratch, right? scratch, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. reissue. Yep. yep, that then I'll have him carded. Yep, at this point, like no. five grand. But but I'd even never... the card, it's not that. No, it's a generic. Card. It's a generic one. It's not even like one that's got his own artwork and things on it. So yeah. it's not even that. In my humble opinion, it's not even that desirable. So, yeah. 
It's quite the awesome score, isn't it? To, to see it on, on the table here in front of us, it's quite, quite, quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Because Frank's yeah. the only one who had yeah. one, and Trent now joins this exclusive club. Yeah. And that was quite just the cover story. Frank no longer has his. <laughs> just pitched it. On the, no. And, and like, you, you talk about Ninja Turtles, you talk about the Holy Grails, even though we know that the undercover turtles and the... Yeah, um, probably rare. Some of the... Uh, Scuba diving ones yeah, and, and the show eights. Yeah, yeah they're, they're potentially harder to find. Uh, Scratch has always had that, you know, mental uh, mantle piece of being yeah. the, the, the hardest character to get because he is a different version, you know, He's a character on his own. Yes, he's not. Um, you know, he's not a reissue. Right? No, that's right. Yeah, he's so not it, a variant. It, it or... elevates him yeah. beyond, I think, his actual rarity. Yes. I mean, uh, he's still rare. Of don't course. get me wrong. Like, yes. you know, you don't see him too often. But no. there's probably figures that are rarer that yes. aren't as valuable. Yeah. So he has an allure, yes. right? Yes. And I think that just that that impacts the price. Oh, dr- drastically. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So he, he is. Uh, he stands figure uh, accessories. <laughs> he stands right. accessories. That's that's fine. That's that's, I'm, that's I'm okay. I'm all good with that. What would a figure like this go complete loose these days? I reckon three and a half. Geez, Australian wow. probably Australian. Yeah. Wow, Look, wow, wow. May, maybe three. Maybe you could get him for three. It, it's weird because to you know when you're buying something of that value on eBay, you pay ten percent GST. You pay customs duties. So. I think what was like maybe $1,000 US, by the time you convert it and add on all the duties and customs and shipping, it, it just goes astronomical. So the numbers I'm quoting are inflated for the fact we live in, you know, the arse end of the yeah. world from yeah. a shipping point of view. Um, I, look, for me, I'm happy. I'd be happy with 3D printed versions. In fact, when I get the Super 7 one, I'm, I might even be happy to chuck you know, his money bag next to his feet or something like that to kind of, I noticed that actually we did a Matt Boo's order recently. Yes. And I noticed I typed in scratch and, and this, the, the money bag came up. And I'm like, oh, he's got the money bag. What? $3. And I went, I'm like, he he mustn't know what this is. And then I read it closer and he's like, oh, it's a Playmobil money bag that could double <laughs> as a scratch money right. bag if you wanted. So I'm like, ah. Oh. Did you get it? No, I didn't nah, get it. I, I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and look, and his um, accessories are. He's got like four or five accessories. He's got so four. He's got a yeah. cake gun. He's got yeah. pigeon Pete. Yes, he's like mate, little character. He's got yeah. a, a, a um, fish, like a fish that's skeleton. Right. Yep. yep. And, and the money bag. The money bag. Yep. It's oozing coins. Look, out of those, the one that I'd really want is the pigeon because he's yep. a buddy. Like yep. he's a. The others are, are really nothing here, yeah. in my opinion. But yep. um, I think the Super Seven pigeon. The painted one, of course, is, is an improvement, yeah. Yeah. and I think that'll kind of tide me over in that respect. Definitely, definitely. So that's it. There we go. Another Grail off the list. Not many more to go now. So Cat's Lair is the next one for me from Thundercats. Um, Put Scratch at the top of yeah, that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All cool. right. That's it. So thank you to everyone for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. So good to have your company. And to all our patrons, thank you so much for your ongoing support. And chatter on the Discord. Stay safe, take care, look after one another, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome